Al, it's time to erase our names. Oh, I'm kind of attached to mine. Too bad. Gotta get rid of it. You're right. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Name, get out. Name, get out. Yeah, we're 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 talking about a, a man who erased his name today. Next name, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, hello. We haven't played yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Let Me Check Up OVA's podcast, where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. Uh, this is episode three sixty one. And we are discussing Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Getting ready for that that eight. Yes, the eight. The eight. This is the bridge between six and eight. Mm-hmm. And I guess technically seven, because it's like what's going on in seven. Yeah. I mean in Japan it is uh it is titled uh Like a Dragon Seven Side Story. Or just like a Dragon Seven Gaiden. It just they put a right. seven in the name. <laughs> oh, that that that's what makes sense there. <laughs> Why can't we ever just have the same names? <sighs> Don't ask me. It's like they purposefully try to make everything as complicated as they possibly can. Now, why do you have to go make things so complicated? <laughs> true. 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 Uh, yeah, you, like you said, this is the bridge between uh from six to eight, uh, telling us what Kiryu's been up to in the time. During those games, or I guess during the game, which is seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> and how he leads up into being uh, involved in eight and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. After you know he uh, he faked his death at the end of six. Yeah, that that dude named Kiryu's gone. Yeah, we get to hang out with this dude named Joryu. 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 He's constantly like, I don't know who you're talking about, but this this Kiryu guy. Yoosh. I'm sure he was a pretty cool guy, but like, uh, I'm not him. Oi. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> Sunglasses. Sunglasses, indeed. Uh, yeah, this game came out on November the 9th of this year worldwide on the Playstations, the Xboxes, and the personal computers. And uh, we get to play as Kiryu again. Mm-hmm. With our punchy, punchy stuff. Like, uh, this is not a turn-based RPG like uh, Yakuza Seven was. This is you know the brawler style that the the first seven Yakuza games were, because it is a Kiryu game. So that, of course, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get two fighting styles. You get the the Yakuza fighting style, which is your more traditional fighting style that you're used to with Kiryu, where he, you know he does he's very powerful and he can do all sorts of punchy stuff and then you have the agent style where you have a lot of like gadgety type stuff that deals with you know his current occupation of being uh, a, a secret daidoji agent so you get to use like cool little things where you can like you have cigarettes that blow up you have little drones you can use to attack people yeah, you can rocket shoes rocket shoes you have like a cool cyber whip i don't know it's like a whip it's like just like a rope <laughs> Yeah. You can just like grab people and fling them. It's like a grappling fishing hook thing. Yeah, but you don't fish. No fishing in this game. And it's, it's the one knock against it. True. And well, there are a couple things I was like, eh, but uh, the fishing is, is a big negative. Let me fish. <laughs> well, let's talk about the development of this video game. Okay. 
Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, was originally conceived during the development of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. RGG Studio Director Masayoshi Yokoyama suggested to the development team to expand further on Kazuma Kiryu's backstory in between the events of the prior titles, rather than restricting to an interlude for Infinite Wealth. It was discussed that the project be done in downloadable content form before eventually evolving into a full game. Uh, this game was developed in parallel with Infinite Wealth and Like a Dragon Ishin, and was finished within six months. Holy shit, six months? That's speedy. Yeah. I mean, I guess they had most of the, like, assets ready, but... Yeah. Well, no, they didn't, because there are characters in this that they had to make. Yeah, but, like, they didn't, like, have, like, a new area or anything they had to make for it. Right, that helps to have the, like, oh, the only real new thing was the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden was announced in September of 2022 during RGG Studios Summit livestream alongside a debut cinematic trailer. Uh, Yokoyama explained that the game would be shorter in length compared to the usual mainline entries. Gaiden's playtime was roughly estimated to be 10 to 20 hours, while Yokoyama promised that there would be ample amount of activities for players to do. Uh, I finished this game in 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I am a sicko. I mean, I was there too. Yes, true. We were both sickos. I contributed to your sickoness. Uh, they did a cabaret grand prix competition which they usually do for these games where they uh, hold a contest to see like what who will be involved in the cabaret mini games and all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. um of course notably uh Kason is in this game mm -hmm. and they're also they are live action cabaret club uh stuff so like it's not just like you going in there with like a digitized version of this of this person they just filmed live action like uh stuff for the cabaret uh minigame which is weird and interesting <laughs> it, it's it's not for me it sure is something it, it sure is something like i wanted while we were playing to hang out more like with Kason mm -hmm. to see like what her storyline was gonna be but like it's it's kind of awkward it's it doesn't seem as awkward as like the like the cam girl from the previous one? Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't seem as awkward, but it, 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 it this one just seems very awkward. <laughs> There's like, it's just a, a bit of like uncanny valley to it. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's the situation. It's funny though, because Kiri's like, it's so realistic. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Yoosh. Yoosh. Uh, yeah, I also didn't realize Kason had such large booba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she showed up at the cabaret. I was like, oh, oh, you're stacked. <laughs> okay, didn't know that about you. So yeah, learn that. It's the power of America. Booba. Yeah. Man, I must have missed that part of America. Because I don't got the booba. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, they showed off more stuff in this game, including, like, you know, the new fighting style and all that sort of stuff. It's getting an mm -hmm. English dub at some point. Although there are people who are not happy with the, the new Kiryu dub uh, mm -hmm. feller. Young A. Because they have a... Uh, well, the, the, the dub is present in the the Infinite Wealth demo that you get after you play the... You finish the game, so... Mm -hmm. there you're able to test that out test the waters on that uh, but you cannot do it in the in the guide end game currently because it is not out mm -hmm. of course most importantly though 
Okay. Uh, professional wrestling promotion, All Elite Wrestling, held a Like a Dragon Guide in Street Fight to promote the game on the November 15, 2023 episode of Dynamite. <laughs> uh, between the Golden Dragons of Dojima of Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Kota Ibushi, and Paul White, facing off against the Don Callis family of Brian Cage, Konosuke Takeshita, Kyle Fletcher, and Powerhouse Hobbs. You know, real things that happened in the, the world of professional wrestling. That's wild. We saw our friend Kota Ibushi run da- walk, or ride down the, the entrance ramp on a bicycle. It looked like a tricycle <laughs> because he's so, like, big. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a trike to me. It's like, man. It was really funny to watch, though. It is very funny, yes. It's very, very good. <laughs> Let's watch this uh, 40-year-old man ride down the the ramp with the, on a bicycle. Yeah, that looks entirely too small for him. Yes. I'm here for it. You know, uh, wrestling, live your best weird life. It's true. Just don't be weird, like, in a the lot bad of people, way. A lot of people in wrestling are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, this game also was released uh, digital only because like I think basically because they were like, hey, we were going to make this a DLC, and then we were like, oh, let's just make this an actual game. So that's why it's like it's fifty dollars, which is probably a bit too much for it. Yeah, I think forty would have been a sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, on the review side of things, it is currently sitting at a seventy-seven out of a hundred on the PC and a seventy-nine out of a hundred on PS Five and a seventy-eight out of a hundred on the Xbox, according to the Metacritic. So there is that. There we go. So yeah, this is uh, like we said. This is a uh, basically. This is hey, you remember what happened at the end of six? Let's let's just keep on going from that. See what happened. See what happens. Uh, yeah, at the end of six, if you do not remember, here you is in a boatload of trouble. He gets a boatload. He, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, he gets he gets basically bribed to be like, hey, don't tell anyone about what you saw or anything. And he's like, what if you just let me die for you, and then that'll that'll handle things. Except then now he's a part of this secret uh, government agency, the Daidoji faction, and now he works for them. But he's basically kind of like stuck there now and has to do missions for them in order to you know. Keep it keep keep it known that he's dead, and also to make sure the kids at the orphanage are safe. Yeah, because they've got them on surveillance. They got them on surveillance. It's true. But it's real rude. Very rude. So that's uh, that's kind of like the the lead up to things, and then we go we go to the far flung future of two thousand. Excuse me, twenty nineteen, where Kiryu's you know working, he's doing his thing. Uh, they. The group is basically supposed to be doing a smuggling operation in Yokohama, a familiar place you may know of. Mm-hmm. Um, we were there all five minutes. Yep. Uh, turns out the whole thing is a trap, though. And some Yakuza folks come in and, like, basically beat the tar out of some people. They murder a guy. They do murder a couple of folks. They try and uh, kidnap uh, Kiryu's handler, Hanawa. Mm-hmm. But Kiryu's able to, like, push them all away and everything so they have to like figure out okay who who did this why would you do this they they scope out the Seryu clan in uh Ijin Cho 
But they find out that it was not them. But then they find out, hey, it's the Watase family of the Omi Alliance who did this. Interesting. Hmm. Cherry's like, hey, I may know those guys. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They, uh, they try and kidnap, or they actually kidnap Hanawa again, and the the Watase family captain, Saruno, is basically like, hey, Kiryu, you should, uh, come meet with us. We have a, we have a, we have a proposition for you. After they slammed a van into their car. That was real rude. That was real rude. Uh, and then the Daidoji basically want to, like, leave Hanawa to die, and Kiryu's like, no! Not happening! So he has to beat up all the people in the the uh the temple to get out mm-hmm. and go find him and free him mm-hmm. so Kiryu meets up with Saruno in a bar in a Jinshu you may know as Survive which I was very upset by because obviously that is the bar that Kashiwagi owns mm-hmm. and, he, and we go I was like oh boy here we go and then like you go in there and they're like oh by the way the bartender you know he's he's feeling a little ill today sorry he's just he's taking a day off and I was like oh you I was so upset. Mm. I was so upset. It's very rude. Uh, 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 but yeah, doing? they uh, he Saruto re- reveals his plan. And he's like, "Hey, Watase is getting out. We need your help because uh, essentially." We want you to be like a bodyguard for him and everything. And if you do this, we will basically refake your death again. So the Daidoji will be off your tail. You can, you know, hang out with your kids and everything. Do all that, you know, and it'll be all hunky-dory. Except Kiryu's like, I don't know who this Kiryu guy is. Sorry, can't help you. What you talking about, man? Also, like, don't want to have to take out... Hanawa, mm-hmm. that's not not really my my vibe. Yep, because um, that's how Kiryu talks. Yep, <laughs> you know, real big on the vibe talk. Of course, he, he's just like, man, killing people. This is not my vibe. It's not my vibe. Vibe check not happening. Nope. All right. <laughs> um, Saruno basically is like, all right, well, uh, if you want to find Hanawa, go to Okinawa. Here's a red tiger. Here's a red tiger. Find the find his person named Akame, and uh, they'll help you out. So he goes to Sotenbori, of course, and this is where you'll spend most of the game doing your stuff and everything. He finds Akame, who is this lady, jack-of-all-trades, fixer person, who is basically, uh, she's big with the homeless people because she helps them, and basically they are their, they are her information network and everything, and um, she's going to basically take him to where he needs to go and all that sort of stuff, but he has to do a couple of jobs for her, which end up being a lot of jobs, of course. Uh-huh. Um, Kami's great. Really fun character. I hope we get to see more of her in this series moving forward. I hope so, too. I like her a lot. She's a little gremlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually she takes uh, Kiryu to the castle, which is where you have a big majority of like your side content. This is the Coliseum aspect of the game. Um, it is run by the Omi Alliance's Kijin clan, uh, which is, of course, another, you know, Operation in the Omi Alliance. This 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 was run by uh, Nishitani the Third. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you remember Nishitani from Yakuza Zero, this is the third incarnation of him, which is basically just a hey, the person leading this clan inherits this name type deal. Right. It's not like it's right. the third. It's not a. He's not, uh, he's not related to it. Right. Him. Yes. 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 Of course. Um, Kiryu has to go through the Coliseum, do some fights. Eventually, proves his worth and everything. 
We have to mention, though, that he has to cover his face, and what they give you initially to cover your face is like this fuzzy pink, like, bear mask. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's hilarious. He's just like, oh, I gave it to me. It's fine. Whatever. That, that so you also, got the big tough guy in that. Yeah. <laughs> that also leads you to how, like, you can customize Kiryu's look and everything, where you have, like... You can customize how he looks just like, you know, walking around doing normal stuff. And then there's like a Coliseum look you can do as well. You chose the best looks. So we had like, you know, you know, casual Kiryu with a nice suit and everything and glasses. And then uh, when he's in the the Coliseum, he's wearing his nice uh, RGG Studio Mm t-shirt. No shoes. He's he's barefoot. And he's got the Onomichio mask on. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Is this the first time we see Kiryu in jeans? Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't seem like a jean guy. Maybe. I mean, he's in like like khaki type pants and like three. Right, but that's different. Yeah, but this might be like jeans, like actual jeans, unless there's like a very small scene where he's in more casual attire or something at some point. I don't know. Right. Anyway, it was a good look, and I'm glad you did it. Mm-hmm. It was it was a very brave idea for you to to go with that look. It's very brave, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you do your fights and everything, and then basically you learn where Hanawa is, and you go back to Sotenbori to go beat up a bunch of the Watase family members, and you free Hanawa, yay, yay. Uh, Saruno again basically is like, hey, by the way, you want to do this deal? You just kill Hanawa here. He's like, no. Uh, but then he, Saruto has to basically talk about, okay, why do you, why do you want Kiryu so bad? And he's like, all right, so the boss is getting out in like a month or something, something very soon. Mm-hmm. And he wants Kiryu there because he's going to uh, dissolve the Omi Alliance and also the Tojo clan because Daigo is going to be there as well to do that. Yeah, and they're going to do a joint statement. Yes, and he needs Kiryu there to help protect him in case things go bad because things are going to go bad let's be real yeah yeah people are not going to be happy about this decision and that's why we need you there and Kiryu's like well can't do that sorry my guy I mean if if I knew who this Kiryu guy was I'd let him know but like that ain't me so I don't know what you want from me Mm -hmm. that's basically what he does Uh, so yeah, he turns over Saruto to the Daidoji, and then basically things go very bad because they're like, hey, you gotta kill this guy, and he's like, no! <laughs> and then he tries to escape, but then he gets cap- Kiryu gets captured and held in the the Daidoji uh, little hideout for three days, and they're like, we're gonna kill the kids at Okinawa, and Kiryu's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, and then they have they basically are like, alright, Hanawa, you have to kill Kiryu now. But Hanawa doesn't do it, and then the boss of the Daidoji shows up and is like, all right, cool. Um, you passed. You passed your test. Uh, by the way, uh, Saruto here gave us a bunch of like deeds and stuff for like 50 billion yen of uh, Watase family stuff, so uh, you're you're good You're good to go now, uh, but, but you're going to help them do their plan, and that's your, your, new, uh, your new quest. And then we played some video games in the basement. Yeah, because there's a master system down there. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> let's just do this a little bit. <laughs> I like that one of the guys in there is like, man, there's some weird stuff in here. And yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> uh, good, good, 
good point there to bring up the idea of the the mini games in this here video game. There is, of course, yeah, yeah. We talked about the Coliseum. That is, you know, pretty atypical. You know, you do your Coliseum fights. There is also the team battle portion of this, where you assemble a a clan, the Joryu clan. Uh, and basically you can go around and recruit members. You can do that through side quests and everything, through finding people in the Coliseum who you've beaten up. Uh, and then you can also have people get recruited over to you and all that sort of stuff via paying money to these specific handlers and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the DLC, which was basically you get the DLC characters of Daigo, Majima, and Saijima, which is very fun. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, you basically those are just like four v four, ten v ten fights that you'll have in the Coliseum and everything. Uh, you have the return of Pocket Circuit. It is back. You do your slot car racing. Kiryu is so happy about it. Kiryu is very happy about it. Um, so you get to do a lot of that. Um, a lot of the karaoke. Karaoke, of course. You have a lot. Of, a lot of the the traditional stuff that you would have around uh, Sotenbori. Like um, I think pool is new, but I think it's been in four and five or it's been one of like the three through five trilogy of yeah games. It, we've had it before but it's back yeah. now uh, we have golf darts golf uh arcade games because you know <laughs> you got those you can play through all of sega or sonic the fighters if you're a real sicko like me if if you really really want to um it's uh it's oh not boy, worth that it. game is not good um there's there's the claw games. claw games of course yeah um yeah that's basically kind of like all your your big mini games and then of course the cabaret club stuff and then like the gambling stuff as well that is in every single game so there's all that mm-hmm. uh yeah so a whole um, lot of also stuff. one of the karaoke songs is very distracting because <laughs> it's the one from ishin it is and there's just booby ladies everywhere and curious is just naked popping up everywhere and it's like oh this is so distracting <laughs> um there's a whole lot of side quests as well in this game. A lot of them involved Akame and her network where you're going around helping people. Um, there's a few kind of non-parts of that. Most of those involve the the Coliseum where you go fight like the four kings of the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ugh, ooh, that yeah. one fight. There's one fight in there that is just awful and terrible and I hated it and I was very uh, getting very salty about that fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you, uh, you were very keen and aware of. Mm-hmm. I was trying to encourage you. Yeah. It was just very tough and No, nah, it was a dumb thing. Artificially tough in terms of it's like here's just a bunch of HP on these dudes that doesn't need to be. Yeah, um, that clown man was just a sponge. Mm-hmm. Uh but all the other guy had ten thousand HP bars. Yeah. All that eventually though leads in leads you into the Amon stuff mm-hmm. where you have a, a fight against a bunch of Amon robots and then you fight the this game's version of Amon afterwards. So you do all that stuff. But yeah, most of the side stuff is basically around the Akame network where you just go around and like get requests and be like, hey, this person needs this help. And you're like, all right, I guess I'll go do this and do all that sort of stuff. But uh, there's one in particular. Yes, that's, that's, that's what I'm about to get to. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Um, yeah, you get a request to be like, yeah, there's like this person going around beating up the homeless people. They look like a gorilla. They look like a gorilla. So you go to investigate it and you get to the spot and you're like, now these people look like a gorilla and then this dude calls out to you and you're like he's like hey are you fighting the homeless people and you're like no and he's got a real shiny orangish shirt some mm-hmm. slacks looks like a gorilla Mm-hmm. <laughs> holy crap it's kaito it's our boy kaito wow 
God, I was so excited. About I was this. very excited about that as well. I was not not in the slightest expecting that. No, I wasn't either. Because you uh, know, at this point, they had not really meshed these universes together at all. Right. They had been very separate, kept separate from each other. So to see these two, see the boys uh, hanging interacting. out, with, interacting with Kiryu was very fun. Um, especially because Kaito is very like untrusting, and then he's just like, "Oh, sorry. I guess I got bad info. My bad, dude. My bad." <laughs> Uh, it's also weird because, like, it, we were playing, obviously, in the Japanese dub because, you know, that's just, that's all that's available right now. And I, that's how I play the Yakuza games is in the Japanese dub because, you know, right. that's how I've played all of those. So it's, like, weird hearing Japanese Kaito and uh, Higashi. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, I don't know your Japanese voices at all because I play those games in English. Right. No, I, that uh, it was so confusing because it was like, that's not what you sound like. So I'm that so was happy to see them. Yeah, that was really cool. I was very happy to see them, and like, Kaito's like, "Hey, you know, if you're ever in Kamurocho, we got a detective agency. I need help. Give us a call." <laughs> Kiryu's like, "Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> yush." <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was good. Then you get to you get to recruit them for the clan at the in the Coliseum, which is very nice mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so excited to see them together. That was so cool big top moment for us specifically it was it was amazing and then like partway through it's like the story there's a thing with like kaito getting beat up he's like oh it's fine i can take a million of these hits i'm I'm basically built like a tank (laughs) and it's like hey i mean he's not wrong but he's also like acknowledging he'll take the hits because he was wrong in the first place Mm -hmm. i was like oh good boy kaito he's such a good boy I say as if he's not like a 40-year-old man. He's a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. Oh, love it. Love it. That was such a good thing for us. It's very good. I was very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, a lot of side stuff you get to do. And uh, a lot of this also happens in Chapter 2, which makes that the bulk of the game. <laughs> yeah. We're like, <laughs> the rest of the chapters you'll get through in like maybe like a couple, like, three to five hours if you're you know if you've done most of the side stuff at that point mm-hmm. chapter two took us like 15 <laughs> it took us a long time because yeah. there's it just basically is like here's just everything you can do essentially so there's that all was that. the bulk of the game mm-hmm. so yeah uh anyways uh story stuff here uh you go back to the castle and saruno's like hey we gotta take care of nishitani because uh he's not gonna like this whole idea of uh, watase dissolving the omi alliance uh and if he's around he'll rile up the troops and basically cause an uprising and we will not get this done so we need to take care of this feller right away also Uh, when he first meets you he like sexually harasses you yeah he's a little weirdo yeah, he like grabs his junk and is like thrusting at Kiryu. I'm like, bro. He's a he's a real something. Yeah, he's he like Nishani the original was a weirdo, but not like not at this level. <laughs> this guy's just a psychopath. Yep. Um so you have to fight him at one point in the, the castle and then he realizes who you are and Kiryu just knocks him out. <laughs> mm. Uh so that leads you basically to being like, Alright, we gotta lure this dude out from the castle because he doesn't leave the castle. And we got to find a way to do that to take care of him. Um, so this leads to Kiryu being like, hey, uh, Suruno, get me a bunch of money. We're going to go out on the town. 
Gonna hit the town with the boys. With the boys. <laughs> It's really good. They they do that to try and lure Nishitani out, but it doesn't work. So, but they he they they lure Nishitani away from the castle, so they are able to go to the castle and take it over. Mm-hmm. And then they leak the existence of the castle to the media, and then Nishitani is like, "Grr, grr, come to this this shipyard, and we will fight." The, the the spinning money section though was so funny. It was really funny. Yes, it was really really funny. Like you're just hanging out with the boys and like buying suits and mm-hmm. hanging out with ladies. I think one of my favorite things uh, about like the castle takeover thing is that Kiryu like takes a selfie with a bunch of like bikini ladies yeah. around him. <laughs> and he's just like grinning like he's like winning the world. And it's like, this is great. This is so funny. Cause that's like not him at all. And then he like, he sits in the, the big chair overlooking the castle. Like he's Leon S. Kennedy. I was like, big Leon S. Kennedy energy there. It's very good. It was very good. Uh, so you have to go to the the shipyard to fight Nishitani. You go with uh, the one of the Watase family captains, Shishido, um, and you fight through this place, and you get up to Nishitani, and you beat him up, and the whole place is on fire while you're doing it. You know, as you do, because it's a like a dragon yakuza fight. Right, right. Gotta have that. Uh, you incapacitate him, and you're like, "All right, we gotta get this guy out of here." It's on fire. We gotta it's go. It's on fire. But oh no, Shishido is just stabbing this dude to death. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, he's just like going to town on him. It was like, oh, oh. And Kiryu is big mad about this. He's like, you did not tell me about this. You should have <laughs> let me know. I don't want to be an accessory to murder. And like, Saruto's whole thing is like, yo, this dude sucked. He was awful. He deserved to die. And Kiryu's like, look, cool motive, still murder. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Uh, and that's it for that for the for the for the bit. And then they we have to we basically warp to the uh, the day before Watase gets out. Kiryu's just hanging out at the temple again, and he and Hanama shows up, and Hanama's like, "Hey, you know, after you're done with this, after this job and everything, you should like uh, take a vacation, because <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know you've done a lot for the Daidoji, and you deserve a little break." And he's like, hey, where, where you, would you like to go? Yeah, if you had a wish, where would you want to go? Like, if you had, like, you go anywhere in the world, and he's like, no, I'd want to go to Hawaii. And he's hmm. like, oh, okay. And Kiryu is like, you know, I had this I had this girl back in the day, and, you know, she always wanted to visit this church in Hawaii. And so I it was a perfect place to get married. Perfect place to get married, and I got this ring, and I feel like it would be, like, the best place to, you know, leave this ring and everything. And he's like, oh, never mind. I just, it was wishful thinking. Don't, don't worry about it. Just forget about that stuff. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, you get ready and you have to go to meet up with Watase, who is out of prison. They're at this construction site, and because that's where they have to meet up with him, because all the whole crackdown on the Yakuza is happening with the, you know, the commercial three K plan is in effect, obviously, and all that sort of stuff, and. The police and everyone are out to crack down on the Yakuza more so than usual, so they have to meet out here to get the big welcome and everything. And all the stuff that's going on during seven with right. the, the the cleanup guys. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called. But... Bleach Japan. Bleach Japan. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. they're they're doing their thing too. So. So yeah, uh, Watase shows up. Uh, Saruto, Shishido, and the Watase family are waiting for him. Everyone welcomes him. He's he's, he's curious, like ah, this guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy. I know this guy. 
But then Shishido betrays everyone and tries to film. He's like, what would the rest of the Obi Alliance think of this? I don't want to see the, the Omi Alliance dissolve. I'm going to take it over. Uh, so Kiryu, Saruto, and Watase have to beat up the, the rest of the the Watase family. And also Nishitani's there as well because he, he was not stabbed to death. He was fake stabbed to death. Yep. He's like, hello. He, he, he was rubber bullets, but with a fake knife. He was rubber knifed. <laughs> rubber knifed. Uh, so they're able to beat up everyone. Um, Saruto gets stabbed or gets like his shin sliced Real yeah not cool. uh Real not cool. watase takes a knife to the gut yep <laughs> he's just like Rrr. uh and then hanawa drives in and runs over nishitani <laughs> which we thought it was a guy for a minute but uh, yeah apparently it was him he's it's, like it's oh hey she, you know she gave me a tip about things might be going down here and she's like so hello <laughs> hello i'm here too so nishitani's out of commission uh Shishido is allegedly out of commission down in a pit. And they're like, oh boy, everyone's messed up here. Uh, they bandage Watase's up. Yeah, they bandage up Saruto and Watase, get him in a suit. Akame puts makeup on him to make it look mm -hmm. like he didn't get just beat up. Right, right. And he's like, ah, oh, y'all don't have to have makeup on. I gotta get makeup on. Yeah. He's uh, so bad about it. Yeah. And that leads us to the big thing at the Omi Alliance, of course. Woo! Uh, Which we, was on 7. Yeah, we get a lot of, like, scenes from 7 intercut with, like, some new stuff where you get to see, like, Kiryu and uh, Saruno in the background chit-chatting about things and everything. Like, you know, we get to see when Ichiban shows up and everything, when uh, Daigo, Majima, and Saishima show up, uh, when the one dude teams up with you in 7, the mm -hmm. boxer guy, show, like, teams up with you as well. Um and then, of course, the great scene where, like, everyone's fighting and then Kiryu just walks in frame and protects uh, protects Watase from getting stabbed and everyone. And it's a very good moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it also gives some explanation on, like, why Watase was not fighting in that scene. Yeah. Because that, that was kind of so, uh, strange mm -hmm. is the word I'm looking for. Since, you his know, belly he's like hurts. A, his belly hurts. He's bleeding. But, like, he's a tough Yakuza man. He would fight if he could. Yeah, so, so he, he already did fight, so. Yeah, he already fought. Um, anyway, took a little stabby to the gut. It was a nice full full circle moment because, like, that was one of the first scenes that you watched of Yakuza. Yeah, when we were, it was. When I was playing through 7. It was. I remember getting very excited about Kiryu showing up and you being just like, who's that? <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> this is obviously a big deal, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you get to see all that stuff. You get to fight alongside everyone, and then uh, you get to see basically Kiryu's path of, like, what he does while Ichiban and the gang fights the rest of these folks and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you get led out to the the front of the Omi Alliance headquarters where you and the boys... The boys. Uh, it's, it's you, Majima, Saijima, and... Uh, Daigo get to rip your shirts off. Oh my god. It's very good. It was so good. Oh, I was screeching at this point. And like the whole time Kiryu and like Majima is ripping on, he's like, oh hey, I knew you didn't die. Like, welcome back. You know, we should go for a drink or whatever. And Kiryu's like, no, no, you got the wrong guy. But like he rips off his shirt and you see the tattoo, like it's very obviously him. And he's like, no, no, you got the wrong guy. Got the wrong man. guy, sorry. <laughs> Majima's like, are you? Uh, I know who you are, but like Daigo looks so sad. Poor Daigo. 
poor Daigo. He's like, I just want to, I just want to hang out with my boy and with a puffy jacket on. <laughs> Daigo is like, you wrote me a letter about being my dad, and now you won't even acknowledge me. <laughs> What's going on here? But yeah, uh, the boys have to fight because Shishido shows back up and he rallies the rest of the Yomi Alliance to fight them, and they get, they all get beat up, and then. Kiryu and Shishido fight through the the Omi Alliance headquarters and eventually fight their way back out to the outside where Kiryu just knocks him off the roof. Mm-hmm. The rough. The rough. Which, that might actually come up if we talk about the demo at all. Yeah. Um. So the boys are all happy. They did their thing and Shishido again is trying to do one last gasp, but he gets knocked out by the one uh, very sketchy Daidoji agent, and basically it's like, alright, well, you're going to, you know, you're going to be an agent for us, along with Nishitani, so have fun, and they just throw him in the back of a limo, in the trunk of a limo, and they're like, alright, you work for us now. That That's going to be interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen there, but... Yeah. Uh, we don't go through the, the other parts of Seven where Kiri shows up, like where he goes and fights uh, uh, Ichiban, like that's we all get, like, glossed a flashback over. Yeah. To it. But basically we fast forward to twenty twenty where uh Kiryu's back at the, the temple and everything and Hanama shows up and he's like, Hey, I got a I got a little gift for you. I don't really know if I should give this to you or not, because it might be kind of cruel, but here you go. Um it's a recording of the grave of Kiryu's grave, and there's a scene where we see uh Haruka and uh Haruto show up. Haruto also is big now, he can walk. He's like he's four, four years old. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, and then like some of the other kids show up, uh, Taichi and Ayako show up, and they they see a, like a glimmer of a light, and they're like they see a camera, and they're like, oh, that's weird. Why is it looking at Kiryu's grave? And they they basically are like, well, what if he's actually still alive? We should give him a message and tell him everyone's okay and everything, and how we're all doing, what everyone's up to, um, and like be like, hey, you know, we understand. Hey, if you're still alive and you can't see us, you- it's probably something important. We get it. But, you know, we just want to let you all know or let you know that, you know, we're all doing great. You know, you you helped us all become better people, you know, through your help and like looking over us and everything. And that's why we are where we are to get today. Um, and then like. They see they said, like, oh, we're going to bring everyone else to to give messages to you. But like Hanna was like, yeah, we had to get rid of that camera, unfortunately, because we didn't want people to know potentially curious so alive. But, you know, they, they left you a little a gift on your grave, and it's this picture that Haruto drew of everyone at the orphanage and Kiryu looking real big. Um, it's just a round circle with limbs. It's very good, uh, but also it's very, good. very oh sad. My God. Uh, Kiryu this is just breaking down, just I mean, literally sobbing. Uh- Ugly crying snot coming down, like tears all over this this iPad. Like he he loses it, but he also like has a realization of like I need them more than they ever needed me, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's not true. <laughs> My Kanawa even is just like, look, like I get this was kind of cruel, but like you meant a lot to those kids, and look like look how they've they've ended up, like they've they've turned out really well, and that's because they got to hang out with you and all that sort of stuff. It was, oh, it was God, very nice. I was, I was emotional in this moment. Very emotional. I was crying right along with him. Maybe not as ugly as he was, but like <laughs> that man has deserved his ugly cry. He can have it. For sure. Yeah. 
If anybody deserves an ugly cry, it's Kiryu at this point. Like, mm-hmm. this man's been through it and back. For sure. Oof. Um, But yeah, he gets to see that, and then they're like, by the way, you get to go on vacation now. I mean, you still have to maintain your cover. You can't tell people you're Kiryu, blah, blah, blah. You can't go to Kamurocho or anything like that. You still can't go see the kids. can't go see the kids, but like, hey, like, go wherever you want. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Um... So he gets all dressed up and gets ready to leave the temple, and then he Hanawa gives him his new alias and everything, and like he looks at the ID and is like, like yeah, huh? I used this name before, Taichi Suzuki, and Hanawa's like, yeah, you know, like uh, let's just say in the past I encountered you with that alias before, and Kiryu's like, huh? He's like, hmm. I'm, you're not the only one who's erased his name. I'm yeah. like, what? And uh, Kiryu leaves the temple. Uh, which that's that's led to some people like coming up with theories and everything because uh, the dude who plays Hanawa is also ha- shares the same voice actress as one of the dudes in Yakuza Five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Moriyama, who uh, that, yeah, that sounds right. Is one of the dudes you meet early on in the Kiryu story. Uh, one of the dudes who's supposed to be like protecting Daigo, and they come to find Kiryu to like be like, hey, Daigo's got bad stuff happening. He he supposedly dies at some point, quote unquote, but you never see a body or anything, so mystery. Um, so that's why people think that it's that's that guy because he's one of the people who would know Kiryu through that name mm-hmm. and everything, which is an interesting little twist. Yeah, um, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a post-credit scene where uh, three years later, Kiryu's in Hawaii and he leaves the ring for Yumi on the altar at the church. And then he goes to leave. And that's exactly where he started the demo. <laughs> yeah, so if you then you get the uh, the Infinite Wealth demo, and the, the there's two demos for this, where there's a story demo, which features more, obviously, story stuff, and then there's just, like, a Hawaii demo, where you kind of, like, there's a little bit of story, but also you can basically do a lot more of the open-world stuff. Um, like some side quests and yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, the story demo basically kicks, starts you off right at the end of that post-credit scene. And Kiryu gets, like, a call being like, yeah, okay, I got to do this mission. That's why I'm here and everything. And then he basically, like, going around trying to find info and learns about a mysterious man who was arrested for indecent exposure. Who had a Naked. who had a weird dragon koi fish tattoo. And he's like, hmm. So that that's how he runs into Ichiban. And he, Ichiban tells him he's trying to find his mom and everything. Um, they, uh, they go try and find her. They find an empty house. And they find this one dude who's like a local Yakuza person and got to fight him. And they take one of the, the members and adopt him essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how they end the, that story deal or story demo. And then the other demo you get uh, a little bit of side stuff. You get to go fight a cop who, the cop who arrested uh, Ichiban, mm-hmm. which uh, <laughs> that cop having a skill called thin blue line is uh, something. Oh yeah. That was, yep. They know what they're doing. They sure do. I mean, the localizers were definitely yeah. know what they're doing. Uh, we got a little bit of side stuff. We got to do like a a restaurant stuff where you had to go around and uh, get people's orders uh, and know exactly what the the menu was and all that sort of stuff. There was a mini game where you have to take pictures of weird little dudes <laughs> on a tram. You had to take pictures of perverts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you have more of the you have more of a party in this. You have um. Chisato as well, who of course is uh, played by one uh, Anju Inami, 
Our gal. Our gal. Love it. It was cool. She has her own karaoke song, which is also very cool. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It also had Booba, though. It did have Booba. You were right. And you conveniently messed up on the song right when the book started jiggling and I was like uh huh and you're like no it wasn't because of that fine coincidence it was a coincidence Uh, she also had that like weird Hawaii Hawaiian dancer class I was like huh I think everyone will get that job oh really I think maybe I don't know Uh, but yeah there is you get you can choose from different jobs in the the Hawaii demo to test those out and everything um you also get a Segway and you could customize the it. The Segway is in there. Yeah, we get to ride the Segway a lot. Everybody uh, gets a Segway. We went to the bar where Kason shows up. Mm-hmm. Which is the thing that I was going to bring up mm-hmm. because I, I mentioned the rough joke earlier. Yes. That it is theorized by the people on the internet and also, like, I believe it, that the bar owner here is is the man that says rough in four? Three. Three. Yeah, the Albert Wesker looking dude. Yeah, the three. Albert Wesker English man. Yes, because um, he because that's Kiryu's spot that he introduces Ichiban to. Yes, and Kiryu like shows up and the bartender's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" and everything. And, hey. Like they're cool, so like it would make sense that like those two would end up knowing each other, and that's right. why this guy is just like, "Yeah, okay, I'll like Kiryu, like and his gang and, and all that, be cool with all this and everything." So. I think he it just looks so much like him. Yeah, it's it's, an inter- it's a fun little thing because especially with like you know what they did with Kashiwagi and Seven mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So it's a fun thing. Uh, the the battle system seems very similar. Um, there's more kind of like uh, I think improvements to the AOE attacks and all that sort of stuff. There is a mm-hmm. movement radius now that you can have where you can move around a specific area and you could use that to get uh, positionals on uh, enemies and all that sort of stuff. Um, which I guess is good for like follow-ups and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's very similar kind of like to like the Trails series, how they, they have like the big movement circle you can use mm-hmm. in that. Uh, Kiryu's uh, RPG style is very interesting because like he has the three fighting styles from Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero and One, I think. Um, so you can choose between those and they have different... Um, they do different things, obviously. But then like if you power him up enough, you basically just turn into the traditional beat-em-up style or brawler. <laughs> You know, stuff where you just go around and, like, you have no RPG mechanics. You're just running around beating people up. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> that is really funny. So, yeah. That, it's that, like a best of both worlds type situation. Yeah, I think it works really well. Uh, we got to see some of the pound mates. Mm-hmm. We got to see Nancy and her <gasps> Nancy's friend. back. Nancy's back. And she has a friend, and the friend is great. It's really good. Really good. It's uh, like a um, hermit crab. Is that what it is? Sure. Can't remember. Uh, we got to see some of the the special attacks, which would look seem looked really fun as well. Yeah, and it seems like Gary Buster Holmes might have a daughter, who's also named Chitose. Yeah, <laughs> has the same uh, <laughs> the same haircut as Anju. Yeah, that that part's interesting. But yeah, uh, it all seems really fun. It seems a lot, you know. They are definitely, you know, it's very much the same style as Yakuza Seven, but they're adding more stuff to it. They uh they came out recently and were like, hey, this game's gonna be long, so don't just like try and do it all at Check once it. because you are going to be struggling. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but yeah, it seems really good. Um, I'm excited. We only have like a couple of months to wait for that. Yeah, end of January. Mm-hmm. 
Soon. Soon. Very soon. So yeah, uh, that was a fun little thing to get. And uh, yeah, Like a Dragon Guide in. A fun little thing as well. It's good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I wish I was fishing. <laughs> I wish Kiryu got to see the kids in person. I do wish he got to see the kids in person. That that is pretty devastating that that's how we end it. Yeah. Also, like they they should just let him. Yeah. See him. Also, we understand now why Kiryu looks like a K-pop star in Yakuza Eight is just because he's old. He's old. <laughs> he's old. He's, he's on vacation. Hair. He's let his hair down. He's getting old. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's not just like, like oh he's dying his hair weird. No, he's just old. Yeah. Like that's that's why I was not sure. Like is he undercover or something? No, he's just getting old. He's in his like mid fifties now. Like he's he's and getting he's up like, there. Eh. He's, like, he's ah, led a horrible he's, life, too. I was saying, he's been very stressed out for many, many years. So, uh, you know, if he if he's going a little gray, that's acceptable. Yeah. Let let, let man live his best life and, you know, maybe him and uh, Jungi Han can compare silver hairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't get to see much of the, the original crew in the demo. Nah, but not yet. They will, they will all show up eventually as well. Mm-hmm. But, We're gonna have to figure out what to do about that shark, but yeah, well, we'll 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 get it figured out. For <laughs> we'll sure. deal with that when it comes. Yeah. But yeah, that is like a dragon guide in the man who erased his name. Our 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 fun little jaunt with Joryu. It was real sad. Mm-hmm. Broke my heart. But yeah, that's uh that's gonna do it for that. That's gonna do it for this episode. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.Cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to AnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at AnimeCheckup. Follow us on Blue Sky at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com. You can uh, buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. hmm Next week. Yeah. Next week. Next uh, week. It's a week. It'll be December. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. This is no Joe joke. Joe joke. The first episode of December will see us descend into the dungeon. <laughs> as we will talk about uh, a game that started off as an April Fool's joke and is now a real thing. Yep. Of course, we are talking about, or we will be talking about, Johanne the Parhelion Blaze in the Deep Blue. Mm-hmm. So uh, look forward to us talking about Love Live stuff because that's that's what we're going to do. Shocker, I that's know. That's what we do. What? We never talk about Love Live. We didn't even talk about Love Live in this episode, which is absolutely unrelated to Love Live. It's true. Hmm? We did. We talked about Love Live for a second. Oh, no. 